2: Hi,
3: it's James Martell here, and welcome to another edition of the Affiliate Buzz. It's great to have you with us. Arlene is away today, but I do have a very special guest on the line, Ian Bundy, the CFO and COO for All Inclusive Marketing, a full-service digital marketing agency based in Vancouver, British Columbia. And today, I'll be talking with Ian about the variables merchants need to consider when developing a successful sales forecast. And although we'll be talking primarily to the merchants today, if you're an affiliate, you should get a number of takeaways by getting a behind-the-scenes peek at what merchants look at when developing sales projections. Now, before Ian joins us, just a reminder to our listeners that if you have questions or comments at any time, visit us on Facebook at Facebook.com GotBuzzed. As a CFO in the pay-for-performance industry, Ian knows his way around a profit and loss statement and is in the business of developing sales projections for merchants. He also comes from a financial services industry where he has helped build the fastest-growing practice in Investors Group 80-Year History. Ian is also a certified financial planner and a Canadian investment manager, and he and his wife, Sarah, are also good friends of Arlene and I. Ian,
4: welcome to the Affiliate Buzz. Hi, James. Uh, Thanks for having me on today.
3: This is, uh, this is uh, one of those topics that uh, we don't usually get to talk about on The Buzz. To primarily, uh, in a lot of times, we're talking directly to to affiliates, uh, as you probably know. But uh, we do have a number of merchants, a uh, large number of merchants and uh, affiliate managers and it, people that are just in the industry that also uh, tune into the show. And we're always have, happy to have you. And I thought it would be great to get you on to talk a little bit about sales forecasting for merchants. It's, uh, it's an art. And a science. Uh, of course, there's no guarantees like any business. Uh, there are a number of variables that factor into the equation. And uh, what I'd like to do is uh, chat with you today, and maybe we can p- peel back some of the layers of what a, what a merchant uh, is up against when they're when they're developing a sales forecast. Now, I guess before getting into this, uh, why don't we talk a little bit about uh, sales in general and the different types of uh, channels that uh, you know can produce sales for a merchant or marketing channels as we call them. What, what are the overall sales? Uh, where do they come through and what, what are the different marketing channels that uh, you uh, deal with?
4: Uh, yeah, sure, no problem, James. Uh, yeah, when when merchants approach us uh, often, they're always uh, asking us to look for sales projections. And we go back to them and we ask them, okay, sure, we can help you out with uh, some sales projections, but let's take a look at uh, what your overall marketing strategy is. Um, we have a lot of new merchants that join us and a lot of merchants that have been around for a while. Generally, the new merchants don't know where to invest their dollar, uh, to, where to start to invest their dollar. So we kind of look at all the different marketing channels that are available, Uh, for example, uh, search engine optimization, pay-per-click, email marketing, social media, um, and and, and many more different channels that they can start investing their money in. And what we like to do, actually, is we like to sit down with them and kind of take a look and see how much money they'll be investing in in each of these channels, and then trying to determine the the projected sales that uh, that money that they're investing in these channels uh, can bring to them. So. Um, we know with these different marketing channels, for example, if it's a new merchant, they want to get sales in the door as fast as possible. So maybe investing in something like SEO heavily up front is not maybe the best idea. Maybe they should uh, look uh, to run a, a PPC campaign, a pay-per-click campaign, because that will help bring the dollars in the door, which will it, it help uh, with their search engine optimization, investing some more money down there. I mean, we, we do look at the different channels and we look at the different variables inside of them. Um, if PPC, if the ad budget and the competition is too high, maybe they, they, they can't invest in PPC uh, comparably, comparably and profitably enough. So maybe that's a channel that we just have to kind of cross off the list for them. Um, yeah, so those, those are the kind of the different marketing channels that we do look at. We look at the big overall picture. We take a big macro view, and we see what marketing channels are going to help the merchants in their different stage of their business. So if it's a new merchant, what marketing channel is going to help them push them up to the next level and mm-hmm. what is their budget. Budget in order to do
3: that, I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's definitely, uh, unlike the early days, uh, the Wild West as we used to call, it, and many people still feel we're in the uh, in the Wild West era. There, I can imagine uh, because there's now so many new channels, social media being one of them, YouTube mm-hmm. probably another, uh, affiliate marketing of course is coming on as strong as ever. Mm-hmm. I would imagine for a new merchant coming in that could be a little daunting to figure out exactly where to spend their time and their energies and, of course, their finances. And that's what you help them do by developing a sales uh, sales, um, projection. Now, what would be the starting point? You mentioned historic data to me uh, prior to the call. Take us through the type of things that you look at uh, as far as uh, the historic data.
4: Sure, no problem. So uh, generally what we like to do is if it's a, a merchant that's been around for a while, at least uh, over a year or something, we like to go back to them and ask them for their historical sales data uh, as well as their analytics for the for the website. And I mean, the reason to do this is for us to try and determine if there's any seasonality issues with the type of product that they do have. Uh, we like to take a look at to see if uh, from the Google Analytics data if there's any spikes in conversions um, during certain seasonalities as well. So yeah, we we take a look at the the historical sales data. We take a look at the different uh, top products that, that that they've been selling as well. Uh, we take a look at uh, the the from the uh, Google Analytics data. We take a look at the the, the traffic trends as well, not just the conversion uh, during those times, but the traffic trends uh, during the different seasonality times as well. Um, yeah I guess it ready just historical data is really based on what uh, what the what the previous sales have been, and we try and use those ready to help build us a more accurate forecast going forward.
3: I do know from time to time we 'll be chatting with a merchant who is uh you know, possibly running a very successful offline business, brick and mortar business, and they're doing very well. And I would imagine uh, when somebody like like that approaches you, and says, uh, you know, we're considering an affiliate program here. Of course, I would imagine, like anybody, they're looking at uh, probably the big question is how do we forecast sales? How long will it take before we start to see you know, a return on our investment? Uh, what do you, you know, taking maybe somebody that's brand new in the industry or, or, or maybe looking at it for the first time, do you recommend somebody who has no online experience jump into affiliate, setting up an affiliate program right off the bat?
4: I'm, um, That's it, a that's a tough question, James. That's a very tough question, but it's a very good question as well. Um, I mean, somebody jumping into the online market space, setting up an affiliate program is def- it's definitely a must. It's just a, a matter of timing on that is a very tough one. If they have a very large budget, if they have a brick and mortar store that's doing well and they got enough budget and they got money to invest in different marketing channels, then yes, I would, I would suggest them sit on an affiliate marketing channel as soon as possible because it does take a little time to uh, get the channel to be profitable. Once it is profitable, it's very lucrative. Uh, it's just kind of like SEO. It takes some time in order to build it up, but once you get the SEO built up to a, a good position, it's very lucrative as well. It's just maintenance of it after that. Um, somebody that's uh, getting in right from a brick and mortar store that doesn't have a lot of money to invest, there may be some other channels to invest in initially in order to do, get uh, the, the sales in the door, determine what the, what the conversion rates are because affiliates as well want to work with programs that are converting well. If you don't have any historical data to provide the affiliates to show them that uh, this program will work well for them it's it, it's kind of tough for the affiliates to promote your program. So it's kind of a double-edged sword. You kind of have to prove yourself that your website will sell uh, to the affiliates as um, as well as you got to take care of, of the budget that's involved with setting up an affiliate program and running it uh, correctly, right?
3: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. Ian, I can see uh, we need to take a break. We'll be right back.
4: Great.
2: More affiliate buzz coming up after we hear from our sponsors.
5: The largest event in digital marketing AdTech New York 2013 returns to the Javits Center in New York City, November 6th and 7th. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get 20% off registration by using promo code NY13WMR20. Meet over 9,000 marketing and technology professionals from all over the world. Experience two action-packed days with keynotes. Education led by digital marketing's best and brightest. Hundreds of leading-edge suppliers, non-stop networking, and so much more. Plus, AdTech New York 2013 will again feature the Startup Spotlight Series, featuring startups with promising services and technologies for brands and marketers in the digital space vying for the coveted AdTech Innovation Award. Register right now for AdTech New York 2013 by going to na.ad-tech.com slash or click on the banners on the WebmasterRadio.fm website for 20% off your conference pass. That's na.ad-tech.com slash ny.
0: Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour.
5: One show at a time. Join your fearless leaders, chat with other LinkedIn gurus, and answer your LinkedIn questions. Rock the world with LinkedIn. On demand, anytime, inside the Internet Marketing Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm.
2: Time now to hear some more affiliate buzz on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's James and Arlene.
3: Arlene is away today, but I do have Ian Bundy, the CFO and COO for All Inclusive Marketing on the line. And we're talking about the variables merchants need to consider when developing a successful sales forecast. Now, Ian, what are those variables? What are the variables a merchant really does need to consider when, uh, when trying to uh, set a, a sales forecast?
4: Well, it's, uh, the calculation in, in order to uh, find out what your sales are going to be is really the traffic that's coming through the door and the conversion rates on that traffic that is coming through the door. And the average order value, those are the three variables, key variables that you need to monitor very closely. Now the traffic coming through the door is all your different marketing channels, uh, social media, PPC, SEO. And some of those channels have uh, different um, reasons for being there. Social media is there for engagement, so it's not necessarily a strictly 100% sales channel out there. So we have to keep that in mind when when taking a look at sales forecasting figures. Um, for conversion rate, this is probably one of the, the most weighted uh, variable. I would say uh, tweaking your conversion rate by um, if you have a, if you sorry if you have a one percent conversion rate and you increase that to a two percent conver- conversion rate, you've you've doubled your sales uh, without doing anything with your marketing efforts. So this is a key variable that has to be uh, have watched closely and use cautiously as well because you don't want to be overestimating your sales just by tweaking your conversion rate just by a small fraction and then average order value really does affect sales as well i mean what kind of upsells can you add in the checkout process in order to uh... increase the average order value and uh, this does affect the, the overall sales projections a lot
3: i had a chance to i've had a chance in the past to speak down at ken mccarthy system seminar which is uh... Uh, of course, put on by Ken McCarthy, who is an absolute master marketer, and he's got a little—he's got a little formula that you actually just—that uh, uh, you've uh, just shared with us as well. And he, his basic formula is traffic plus conversion equals profits, and that's something that uh, as affiliates we live and die by, uh, because you can have traffic mm-hmm. with no conversion rate, there's no profit. You can have no traffic and the greatest conversion rate, and there's still no profit. So it's traffic plus conversion rate equals profit. And you mentioned, uh, and thanks for the clarity on this, of course, uh, for listeners, traffic could equal SEO traffic, PPC traffic, traffic from social media, email marketing traffic, uh, of course, traffic from the affiliates, and then conversion rate. And that's another thing that I learned very early on from the affiliate perspective, and I can see it, of course, applies perfectly to merchants as well. I always determined that if I could increase my conversion rate, from one to two percent, that would literally double our income. And as affiliates, that's always uh, a good thing to remember. And of course, uh, merchants uh, it, it applies as well. Now, with this in mind, what are the what are the types of things? What are what are the questions merchants ask you? Of course, they they ask for a sales forecast, uh, the variables you mentioned. You know, traffic conversion rate, and of course, within those, there's probably infinite variables as well. How do you go about managing this? Uh, what, what, what's the methodology that you use to, to track this? Oh, to, to
4: track the actual sales uh, projections? Or- like,
3: yeah. So let's take it from, from a merchant looking in or an affiliate looking in, and we see this puzzle going on. We've got a shopping cart that we know about. Right. What are some of the tools that you would use to be able to extract this data?
4: Well, we use Google Analytics, uh, for sure, as one of the, the main tools. Uh, we also use the actual shopping cart uh, sales uh, as another tool, and we compare those two. Um, yeah, to, to track it itself, we generally just use a, a, an Excel spreadsheet, and I've created different uh, sheets on it that help us track sales through the different channels and it helps us determine the profitability and ROI on those different channels and these uh, sheets include the uh, traffic, uh, conversion rates, and uh, average order value, which does lead down to the, the, the profitability of the sales. So the main tools really are the, the sales, um, and the sales and the shopping cart.
3: When a merchant is is looking at developing sales forecasts, let's talk a little bit about the affiliates mm-hmm. uh, for mm-hmm. a moment here. Are, is there some formulas that you use to determine how profitable the affiliate channel is going to be, or how well we're going to perform for you as as affiliates, you know, as a group?
4: Yes. So, I mean, the, the affiliate channel is one of the one of the special channels that we really do take a good, detailed look at because there are factors that are really out of the merchant's control when it comes to this particular channel. Now, there are factors out of the merchant control with SEO, we know the, with the penguin updates and all that jazz. But with the, with the affiliate side, uh, there are different variables. And the key variables on the affiliate side for a merchant to look at is the number of affiliates that you can get into an affiliate program, how quickly you can get that number into affiliate program, as well as the activity rate, how many affiliates you can actually get active in the affiliate program, and then how much traffic those affiliates can drive to the website. Um, and then the other, the other variables that I spoke about earlier on, are the conversion rate and the average order value. The thing that we like to remind merchants is that when it comes to affiliate marketing, there's a process. There is a setup stage of an affiliate program. And then there is a recruitment and activation stage that happens together. Uh, a lot of times merchants are focused on just recruiting and getting the number of affiliates into the program. But uh, if those affiliates aren't active active driving traffic to your site, there's no point going out there and recruiting thousands of affiliates. Um, Another thing is trying to find high quality affiliates to work with to bring into your program. Uh, We could have one affiliate that could make up 80% of all the traffic. So, um, what we like to do is when we do the sales forecast, we we kind of know the benchmarks of how many affiliates we can generally get into an affiliate program, uh, how many of those we can generally get active into the program. And then we also take a look at the the, the, the conversion rate, and generally with an affiliate program, the conversion rate in affiliate program is generally higher than the website's uh, overall conversion rate. And the reason for that is if you have a good affiliate program and a good uh, management team, um, you're driving qualified traffic to the site through the affiliate sites. So that traffic is already qualified. It's a warm lead. So it should be able to convert better than somebody who's just Googling something in, a, uh, in your SEO traffic. Yeah, so those are the main variables for affiliate to, uh, sorry, a merchant mm-hmm. to look into when uh, mm-hmm, doing a projection. Mm-hmm.
3: I can see uh, we need to take a quick break. We'll be right back with Ian Bundy from All-Inclusive Marketing.
2: More affiliate buzz coming up after we hear from our sponsors.
5: Ever wondered how you could have access to your own SEO expert, paid search specialist, or social media wizard? Looking for help with your affiliate display media or email marketing? Look no further than the folks at Fang Digital Marketing. Fang Digital specializes in both paid and organic search, social media, display, and mobile advertising solutions. And is staffed by industry veterans from Google, Yahoo, and one of the industry's most influential PPC experts. Fang Digital's award-winning staff staff stays on top of the latest digital trends and offer tailored solutions so they can audit your progress and build a roadmap to your success learn more about their expanding range of full service strategic marketing solutions at fangdigital.com. that's f-a-n-g digital.com
1: i'm john ball and i'm one of the founders of page one power Page One Power is a custom link building firm based in Boise, Idaho. We increase search rankings and web traffic for world-class brands and and mom-and-pop shops all around the globe. Our link building strategies work because we focus on relevancy and quality, and we don't outsource anything. Our in-house staff of professional writers and researchers is the best in the industry. We're the link builders you've been looking for. Visit us today at pageonepower.com.
0: If you're constantly struggling to find more customers,
5: Slash radio. Welcome to a radio show devoted to the most popular blog publishing tool on earth. Press this with the wizard of WordPress, Jos de Volk. Press this on demand anytime inside the internet marketing channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Time
2: now to hear some more affiliate buzz on webmasterradio.fm. Here's James and Arlene.
3: Arlene is away, but I do have Ian Bundy on the line from All Inclusive Marketing, and we're talking about sales forecasting for merchants. Now, now Ian, let me ask you. You mentioned something earlier about uh, increasing average order value, and Amazon comes to mind when I hear this phrase always because they seem to be the master of uh, of doing exactly that give, give me your perspective on this from the financial point of view
4: um, well the from the financial point of view is that you've already closed the customer they're already in your shopping cart so if you can bundle up with something else to increase the average order value you don't it's it's a very easy way I guess to say to increase your overall sales just by Having somebody who's already in the shopping cart, already ready to make a payment, just to add on a bundled product that could be compliment to them—it's it's it's a no-brainer. And, and a lot of merchants, unfortunately, don't do this. And I really think they should do it because it's uh, the conversion is already done. They just need to add on a little few extra dollars.
3: Yeah, it may it, may, it definitely makes so much sense if you if you really kind of think about it, they're already on your site, they've already made the decision to make the purchase, they're already in the shopping cart, they've already made the decision to make that purchase. They probably have their credit card in okay. their hand, and of course, uh, from both the merchant and the affiliate perspective, uh, the uh, the higher that order is, or the, the, the more money they happen to spend at that point, uh, the better off for... Uh, For everyone. And I would imagine uh, this really kind of falls over into the marketing uh, area, probably more than, than the financial area as far as how to do that. So I don't think we'll get into that uh, today, but it's definitely uh, a topic that should be added to, it uh, would be top of my list in, in a marketing meeting if I was uh, an affiliate manager listening, how do we increase our, our average order value? And I do know from an affiliate perspective for merchants, uh, and I think that's probably one of the reasons the Amazon affiliate program is so popular, even though it has some 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 challenges with cookie duration and, and things like that it's because they they do have the uh, the ability to really uh, increase that average order value w- what other things would you say a, a merchant should be aware of when they're when they're developing their sales projections
4: I guess uh, I always caution merchants and um, I always throw the caveat that there is, it is exactly a projection right we don't know exactly what's going to happen with these sales projections so I would caution you to be conservative when doing sales projections and also to do a number of different sales projections, do one which is your best sales best scenario your what you think you're actually going to get, and then one that could be your worst case scenario as as you are well aware when penguin hits uh, and hits some affiliate side, affiliate channels can drop dramatically, so your sales projections could be cut in in half overnight so when doing sales projections, I caution them to do at least at least three different types of sales projections just so they are aware.
3: Tell me now yeah. your role with uh, all-inclusive marketing. Of course, you're married to Sarah. Sarah, we've known for many, many years uh, in the affiliate marketing space. And, uh, of course, when I mentioned you guys are good friends, you are, and we've been to your house uh, A number of times, and vice versa. We know your kids, and it wouldn't be the first time we've uh, been up late with all
1: of you.
4: Yes, that's Uh, true. We've had
3: some great conversations uh, over the years. Uh, Of course, I know your role, and I know what you guys do for for merchants. But uh, for listeners, explain a little bit, if you would, what you do with all inclusive marketing and what you offer for for merchants as far as services.
4: So all inclusive marketing is a full service digital marketing agency. We specialize in a number of different services. So affiliate marketing is one of our strongest services. We have a very good team involved in our affiliate marketing um, service. So we have Sarah, who's as you mentioned, has been around in the space for quite a while. We have Carolyn Komet, who actually is in charge of running the performance marketing side of our business. Uh, we have uh, John Levine, um, who works out of Florida, who works with us and helps us manage um, a bunch of different services for us. We do um, affiliate marketing, search engine optimization, uh, pay-per-click marketing, email marketing. We, we're all-inclusive marketing because we do everything. Everything's underneath uh, the, the one roof. And that's actually why merchants like working with us, because they can outsource their whole marketing department to us. We have a very good idea what's going on with their – if they do that, we have a very good idea what's going on with their SEO channel the PPC channel, the email channel. We all working all working together, uh, under one roof and to ensure that we are all working on the same project towards one goal. Um, yeah, so we've been around for, on well, Chris martin has been around for four years and yeah, it's, uh, it's been great. And it's fun. And I love working just on the road for me, James.
3: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, literally five minutes apart. Yeah. Uh, of course, you always uh, you're you're the guy with all inclusive marketing that uh, has uh, your eye on the numbers. So, what, what what type of numbers? Let's say let's say uh, a merchant was going to hire uh, an affiliate company, or a company such as yourself. What what type of numbers would they expect to see as far as reporting, maybe on a monthly basis, or how how does this, how do you guys yeah. handle that?
4: So, I guess it, it goes back to the the, the from the sales projections, really, the numbers that they're really interested in are the number of affiliates that we're bringing into the program and the number of those affiliates that are active and the traffic that they're driving uh, towards uh, the merchant site. That's really the responsibility of of the affiliate manager is to go find qualified traffic and drive that traffic uh, to the merchant site. That being said, we work closely with the merchant to try and increase the merchant's conversion rate as well because we want that traffic that is coming to the site to um, convert. It helps both the merchant and it helps both the affiliate. So we do work closely with with the merchant, and we do offer the service conversion optimization, which includes A-B testing and the web analytics. We have a very good understanding of that, and we have somebody that does that for us. So we do work close with the merchant to try and increase their their conversion rate because, it really does affect uh, the affiliate channel. So, the, the, the key, the, the KPIs, I guess, are the, the, the number of affiliates that we're bringing into the program, the activity rate of those affiliates, um, the amount of traffic that uh, those affiliates are driving, and then obviously the sales that are coming out of the affiliate program uh, for the merchant.
3: Ian, we've got about yeah. uh, 30 seconds left. Would you mind sharing uh, contact information for uh, all inclusive marketing and how somebody can get a hold of you or your team?
4: Sure. Uh, You can find us online at uh, www.allinclusivemarketing.com or you can call our office at 604-560-2542. 604. 604. One more time. 560-2542. Perfect.
3: I can see we are out of time. You can follow me at James Martell on Twitter. New episodes of The Affiliate Buzz can be heard every Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern and 2 p.m. Pacific. You can access the archives for our previous shows on webmasterradio.fm, jamesmortel.com and on iTunes. Ian, thanks so much. to our listeners, thanks for listening to another edition of The Affiliate Buzz.
5: are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of webmasterradio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of webmasterradio.fm is prohibited.
0: Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IP Vanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IP Vanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IP Vanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at ipvanish.com/audio.
2: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator